0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to In Her Space. I'm your host, Irene Wade. In Her Space is your source of inspiration for faith and spirituality, health, family, love and relationships, professional development, community, and just life. My desire with this podcast is to create a space for me, for you, for us. To share our perspective, to inspire one another, and to give voice to our experiences. Today in the studio, we have Joelle Jones, who is running for Dayton School Board. And we also have Shanice Turner-Sloss. She is running for Dayton City Commissioner. We have an amazing podcast in store for you. And I'm so delighted to have these ladies in the studio. Welcome, ladies. Thank 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 you. We're so glad to have you here. We've been watching and paying attention to you all you are all doing an amazing job. What an inspiration from woman to woman to see you all doing what you're doing in our community. So we wanted to give you an opportunity just to share a little bit about yourselves, you know, who you are and why are you passionate about what you're doing. You want
1: to start that, well yes well thank you Joel <laughs> well first I would like to say thank you for the opportunity and we're just excited for you as well and thank and thank you. you for being the voice in the community and thank you for your leadership role and thank this is awesome um, I'm just excited for you and thank you. and again I want to thank you because I know that this is a huge sacrifice for you and your family much kudos, kudos. thank you sis thank, thank, you. You. thank you thank you thank yeah, you definitely. so. But just to kind of give the audience just a little bit about myself, as stated, my name is Shanice Turner-Sloss. I am a candidate for City of Dayton Commission, and I am a native of Dayton, a proud graduate of Dayton Public Schools, grew up right here in Dayton in Residence Park. And after I graduated from high school, I am a, a beaver. Yes. Yes. Um, my uh, concentration at Patterson was communication, was radio, TV. All right now. Yes. <laughs> so this is very, this is like home. Yes. Very exciting. But after I graduated from um, from high school, I went on to college, to Fisk University. I had this goal of being an attorney. Let me tell you, when I was in the first grade, I told my mother that I wanted to be an attorney and I wanted to have a limousine to right. drive around. <laughs> so needless to say, uh, the fourth year in college, I was like, you know what? Let's graduate. <laughs> we'll figure the rest out later. So after I graduated from Fisk University, I decided to return home to spend more time with my family. I'm glad I did. i am in mean, doing so. I had the opportunity to pursue my master's degree in public and general administration from central michigan university and i just share that with everyone just to kind of give a little bit information about myself um in terms of my education and me being a product of dayton public schools and just to again share that story and the importance of education and where it has allowed me to and the experiences that i have gained from that one thing for certain that led me to where I am as a, a candidate for City of Dayton Commission. It's just I always had a concern about our conditions in our neighborhoods yes. and just where we are as a whole, just the, the quality of life. And when I returned back from college, I noticed that there there was a difference. There mm-hmm. was a difference. And pri- this was prior to the economic downturn. But I noticed that the community was not the same. The strengthening fabrics of community and of the neighborhood, it wasn't there. Mm. And so I told a girlfriend, she was a, a feisty young lady, too. She, I told her, I was like, something's going on. I really want to be a part of the solution. And she looked at me and she said, you should. Yes. Uh, needless to say, I started working for the city of Dayton in 2007, learned a a great deal about the inner workings of government, and then from there just really had an opportunity to see where the void was in our community as it relates to the civic engagement and really, truly listening to the concerns of our residents and how we were not uh, addressing the residential concerns or the residents' concerns as a whole. When I had the opportunity I resigned from the city of Dayton, I wanted to, for one, be able to serve my community in a different capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, so myself, Joelle, and Jamika Garrison, Joelle Jones, who is sitting here with me today, yes. we started a nonprofit, in Neighborhoods Over Politics, and just to really, truly have an opportunity to, to um, empower and educate and really encourage... Our residents to ask key questions of our elected officials, and to really, truly focus on our residential neighborhoods because they were suffering so from so mm-hmm. much disinvestment, or so little rather, um, investment, and in, in just the number of vacant structures, and so on and so forth. And then I know that personally, it was affecting me and my household. Yes. Um. I have three small children, and it was we were really truly torn in our home as to whether we should stay in the city of Dayton or whether we should relocate wow. from the school district um, the concerns there and just the quality of life that we want to be able to, to give our children. Yes. And one thing that stuck in my mind while we were, you know, going back and forth with these decisions, I was honestly thinking about my neighbors. Wow. Like if we leave, if we decide to leave or to relocate to a different area or whatever have you, what about my neighbors? Mm. How is that going to affect their property? Yes. This is this will potentially be another empty shell. What about the community as a whole, my neighborhood? And I knew that I didn't want to leave the city of Dayton. I believe in the resilience of the city of Dayton and mm. the residents and the perseverance. I believe in the people. And yes. I know that we are more deserving. Than what we currently are experiencing uh, as as it relates to the uh, neighborhood conditions, and I know that we can do a better job. It just takes intentional uh, and new leadership, and that's why I am running for Dayton City Commission along with Daryl Fairchild, my running mate. Uh, we are your neighborhood team, and we believe in the city of Dayton and its residents. And we know, and we we know that it's time for new leadership, mm-hmm. and we are the champions for. Our residents in our residential neighborhoods. So yes. I gave, just a nutshell. Yes, Her no, beautiful. Poems. No, too long.
0: And you mentioned that um, the the school district you were you were um, struggling with that decision. So I really want to get over here to Joelle because she's running for Dayton Public School. Or could you tell us about yourself and you know why you're running for school board?
2: Well, yeah. So, I am a Dayton native. Uh, I didn't yes. grow up in the city proper Dayton. I grew up in the country with okay. uh, some pigs and some cows and wow. chickens and know. a couple bulls. <laughs> All right <laughs> now. Okay. So, when I was in my grandmother's house, she would tell us to get up in the morning, go outside and get the eggs from the chicken hatch, and that was how I got wow. my eggs. It was a long time before I knew that you really went to a grocery store. And, So my experience uh, growing up was a little bit different. And then I spent some time living in Harlem, New York, uh, with my aunt uh, in the midst of Harlem. Mm -hmm. And it was there that I got a taste of what redlining was about, Mm -hmm. what felling schools were about. So I graduated from high school, went to Jefferson Township. High school, I am a Bronco, mighty, mighty Bronco. That okay. school is way out there in the country. And uh, went to Central State University and um, graduated from there and went on to pursue my master's degree at University of Cincinnati, where I finished every class except a thesis, which is, to this day, I regret. But a part of that, I also uh, studied a few months over in England at Bristol University, Okay, part of the master's program. Uh, which was another eye-opening experience because I always thought that when you get to the Eng- to England or to the European countries of sort, that everything would be better. Mm. And it was interesting because when I was in what they considered the colored part of town, mm. it looked just like West Dayton. Wow. Except the accents were different. So anyway, I came back to Dayton, got very involved after graduating and finishing college and things that nature, got married and had children, and have always been interested in the education experience and where that experience is supposed to take us. Yes. Because growing up, education was extremely important in my household. My mother uh, pursued a doctorate. My father was uh, part owner of our, um worked at a local funeral home. My grandmother went to college uh, when she was 60 wow. years old, came up from Villarica, Georgia with nothing but a hope and a dream and with a seventh-grade education, and here is where she completed her GED and then decided to, after opening two businesses, to go ahead and see if she could finish college, and she did. So education has been a very big part of our lives. And it's just something you do. You go to college. But I worked in some national campaigns, and, which made me travel a little bit. And I got married, and I wanted to be closer to home. So when I was looking to be closer to home, I started working at Dayton Public Schools okay. as a long-term sub. It wasn't anything that at that particular time that I aspired to. Right. Um, I knew I liked working with kids, I felt like I could be a good teacher, so I did it. And what I saw in the school system, even at that time, alarmed me. Hmm. What alarmed me was that I saw hopelessness in students, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. frustration in teachers, yeah. and a broken system. So what I did is I created my corner of the world in my classrooms as a safe haven. And that's what the students knew. That when you crossed that threshold, mm-hmm. that was your safe haven. Yes. So I did that for a while, and I moved into administration with Dayton Public Schools, and I was really excited about that because now I'm like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. So I know what's happening in the classroom, so I could be part of the policy making, and I was. I wrote the Restorative Justice Grant for Dayton Public Schools, and I helped implement that initiative into the district. I was responsible for the College Promise Scholarship Program, and which I'm really excited about that we did at Dayton Public Schools because. What I did is I put together a process mm-hmm. whereby help us help choose the best and the cream of the crop. Yes. That didn't mean that you had to have a 4.0 average, right. but combined, looking at community services and things of that nature, and we were able to get over 20-something college promise scholars at Dayton Public Schools. Wow. So I know yes. that the brilliance is there. Yes, and you've you done tell- the work, too. Exactly. So I'm running for Dayton City School Board because I don't believe that Dayton Public School students are failures. I know that our systems and our policies are failures. Mm -hmm. And what is happening, more so what is not happening in Dane Public Schools, is borderline criminal. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the decision to run was uh, not just one I just made in happenstance. I considered what I could offer to the district and my community as a whole and looked at what did I want for my children, yes. and I it wasn't different for what any parent wanted. Right. So yeah. I made this decision, right, to uh to run. And I hate this. Do we have to use the political spear to make things happen? But yeah. that is the beast we are given. Yes. And so now this is a political race, whereby you know we spend every day talking to residents and to people to, you know, say, hey, you know, I li- I'm here. Trust me. Yes. I know that you've been failed before, but trust me, I, I promise you, because I'm going to do for you the same thing I want done for me.
0: Wow, that's awesome. We need that type of leadership right now. You both mentioned, you're both mothers, and our, most of our listeners are moms, busy moms, entrepreneurs, um, stay-at-home moms who are running businesses from their homes, how do you all balance work family and now <laughs> the politics <laughs> how do you balance that that is a loaded question <laughs> sure i think we're all still going to figure that out me too You're yourself
1: included right <laughs> yes hands up you know exactly. I don't think there's no short or easy answer. I will say that from from my personal experience, it really truly takes a village. Um, yes. It takes the support. My husband, he is my number one cheerleader. I thank mm-hmm. God for him because he has been nothing but a, a saint. Mm-hmm. He has been very supportive. Um, he is my soundboard. He has given me so much support and to allow me to be away. From my family, from my home, for my wifely duties. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so I think that, again, that it, it truly takes a village. And you know what? I used to wonder myself, and I'll ask my mother when I first, um, the, it was even with my first child. I said, Mom, how did you do it? You, you had three children, you were single. And her answer was honest. And it took me a while to really, truly understand the answer that she gave me. It was, you just do it. There you go. You don't even think about it. Yes, you just do, do it. it. And people ask me these very same question. They say, "How are you working full time, a mother, a wife, and this and this and that?" And how? And then you're running a campaign. And I stop and I wonder myself, and <laughs> I just say, "Making it happen." I just, I'm just <laughs> doing it. Yes. I, I'm not asking anyone, and Joelle and I, we we share this the same sentiments as it relates. We're not asking for anyone's permission to serve our community. We don't need anyone to recruit us. We didn't need anyone to tell us that it was okay, or for us to wait till after our children are out of our homes, Mm -hmm. or wait till we whatever the case may be, wait till we're retired or Mm -hmm. whatever, what age, whatever. Um, we made the conscious decision, um, along with a, of prayer, yes, um, to really, truly, um, to go after what our heart desires. Yes. And, and it is my belief, and I know this for certain, that God put this on my heart. Um, you know, as women, we we doubt ourselves, and we want uh, we want to get permission from everyone else. Exactly. Um, but sometimes you just have to say, yes, I can do it. If it's in my heart, I'm going to do it.
0: That's right.
1: And you know, and at the end of the day, I wanted to be able to tell my children or to whomever in my circle is that if you, if there's something that you want to do, then do it. Yes. And okay. um, they always say, and it's a, it's, it, it goes, that one of the richest places in the world is the graveyard, is the mm. cemetery. Because all yes. the hopes and dreams and inven- yes. inventions and in so many. Other different things have died without people having the the chance or the opportunity. That is so true. To go after and to pursue to pursue their their dreams or their hopes. Wow. And so I really wanted to live my I want to live my life to my fullest potential. And wherever this election may lead us, mm-hmm. I know that I gave my best. I tried. I didn't ask for no one's permission. Mm-hmm. I was not recruited. Um, it was on my heart. And I know. Just as what Joel said, I want something better for my family. That's right. I want something better for my neighbor's children, mm-hmm. for all of the children, children in the city of Dayton, yes. and for so many other inner cities that are really stricken by high poverty rates and um, abandoned structures and food deserts and um, unemployment, underemployment, yes. and so many different social ills that are affecting our community. Right. And we really, truly need champions and we need people that are going to advocate exactly. for the residents, for yes. people authentically
2: yes. um, exactly.
1: with no political ploy,
2: yes. uh,
1: with no political or self-agenda or interest, yes. but truly having the interest and in the will of the residents Come on. of people. We just need to return back to basics and treat people how you want to be treated. Yes. There you
0: go. You know what, when you're talking and and when I hear Joel when she's speaking, the the word that comes to me is passion, you know. Mm-hmm. And I really want I want to hit you on this one, Joel, because passion is something beautiful because it propels us to do things even when it's really difficult. Can you speak on that?
2: Certainly. Um like she said, No, this is something that I know and we believe that God put on our heart and was lots of prayer. But it ain't easy. Right. It shouldn't be this difficult to serve people, to serve your community. But it is. But it is that passion that you just spoke of that continues to drive me, Mm -hmm. to drive us. But I will tell you, I'll be honest in this podcast, there have been some dark days Mm -hmm. Uh, for all of us and it has been those times where we have gathered together you know she's running for City Commission Mm -hmm. I'm running for Dayton Public School but we come together for prayer and encouragement it is a team effort so like I mentioned Shanice is running for another office and I'm running for another one but we have recognized the value in each other and the connection that each one of our offices hold not just for us for our community, mm-hmm. so in those days when it is dark, and there have been some dark days, Irene. Yes. Um. I'll call Shanice, and she'll call me, and there's a prayer time, yes. and there's encouragement, yes. and then at the end of that, that moment, mm-hmm. whatever that is, mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself, what am I doing this for? Yes. And what did I expect? Mm. And so when you ask yourself those questions, what did you expect? Do you think that the whole world is just going to welcome you? Hello, Joelle. (laughs) We're so glad you're on the Dane Public School Board. (laughs) It doesn't make a difference that you've been working with the district all this time or working with students. But, you know, so I kind of had that. Like, okay, so I've been there. I've done this. Even before the district, I worked with students. But this is another beast in itself. So it is that passion to say, you know what? Like she said, I don't need permission from anyone to serve my community. What? I didn't ask your permission 17 years ago. I didn't ask your permission when I was taking kids home or helping mothers wash clothes at school or buying underwear and socks for kids. Because
0: it's in in you. you.
2: That's what I am. That's what I do. Exactly. So those experiences have helped to drive this whole entire campaign. Even when there have been some very influential people who have said no. Wow. No? What do you mean no? Because mm. I didn't hear you say no when I was doing all those other things. And so my feelings got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, she needs to tell you. I got. I was like, I can't believe I didn't get <laughs> endorsement. I can't believe they're standing up for those people. You have your friends. You have that inner circle yes. of people who remind you when you're at that moment, I got you.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, Come on. Yeah.
2: I got you. It's okay. We knew this. Yeah. And now you know that, and that has happened. So what do we do? We move on. And I say this on my Facebook page. If Harriet Tubman can do it, Sojourner Truth.
0: Yes. Rosa Parks. Come
2: on now. Viola Lizo. Who am I to but you Daisy know what? Daisy. That yes.
0: in and of itself is huge. I was just talking to a group of young people um, the last time I ministered. I told them, in order for us to get to where we're going, we have to acknowledge those who've come before exactly. us. We have to, exactly, because they paved the way yes. for us to be able to do what we're doing. And to hear how you're you're pushing through, you're you're also talking about checking that circle. That oh, is powerful. Yes. Mm-hmm. You yes. have to have a circle yes. in place to do yes. what you're doing. Exactly. And it's good to hear that you all have people who have your back. What is it that you would like voters to know about you that they may not get? You know, I've been to um, the, um, the the debates and some mm-hmm. of the forums there. And, you know, they of course, they're they're restricted in what you can exactly. provide. But this is a platform where you can share what what? would you like for those who are listening to know about you personally that they may not already know?
2: Well, I can start there. Um, well, about me, and like I said before, the children in Dayton Public Schools are my babies. Mm-hmm. And that means the ones on the east side and the ones on the west side. Yes. And so if something happens to you, well, at least it happened to me when you become a mother, because I was an older mother, right? Mm-hmm. So, But once I became a mother, then all kids belong to me. Yeah. And every last one of those children matter. Yes. And, you know, what really affected me was one day, I'll be I was at a driver's license bureau renewing my license. And there was a kid, a young kid who was, you know, getting just got the car, 19. And I was like, oh, I used to work at DPS. They said, I just graduated. And um, came up time, they're signing the paperwork. They couldn't read the paperwork. Mm. And he couldn't sign his signature. And I went over to him. I said, hey, you know, it's okay. We're going to get through this. He was, he was getting really angry. Mm. And so the mm. people are looking at him like he's about to flip out. But what he really was was frustration. Yes. And I said, how do we graduate students mm. with this false hope mm. that you are prepared for this very adult, cool world? All right. So I made this decision, like I said, to run for school board because that a Affected me, Mm. and I am a mother of a son who had an IEP for math, and then I have another son who was in accelerated classes. I am a mother now. I'm a widow, so my time is precious. And before my my last position, I traveled sixty percent of time. I was on an airplane two, three times, four times a month, going to different states. So I understand if a teacher didn't see me, that doesn't mean I'm not involved. Right. That didn't mean that I don't care about my kids. That's right. Mm -hmm. So I'm emailing you, but you're not emailing me, or you don't even look at the emails. So then you tell me that I'm not involved, but I'm thinking, I've already sent you 12 emails. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? And so there's this perception and this disconnect. And I thought to myself, I'm a very straightforward person, Yes. so I can fight through that. Yes. But there are a lot of parents who are not. Yes. And I was like, you know, they need a voice. I need a voice for my child. They need a voice for their children. So I'm fighting hard for this race, Irene. And, you know, there are uh, seven other candidates, eight of us. Everybody's a nice person. Yes. But I, I am concerned about some of the candidates. You don't go to a board meeting? Yeah. How are you going to lead from a place you've never been? Wow. How do you lead people from a place you've never been? That's Right. People have profited in one way or another off the backs of poor black, poor white, Appalachian children, and everybody's running for children, but children are not benefiting in no way. Mm. I can no longer sit on the sidelines or go to a board meeting and speak my three minutes to get a nod, yes, thank you so much. It's not fair. So I believe I have a gift, and I'm offering that gift to my community. Amen. Mm -hmm.
0: That's beautiful. Wow, wow, wow. Shanice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, same question to you. You know, a lot of people don't get a chance to get Shanice Turner's loss. Share with our listening audience what you would like for them to hear about you that they may not already know.
1: Okay. It's very simple. I am a mother, a wife. I'm somebody's daughter. Mm -hmm. I am somebody's granddaughter. And I'm... Genuinely a concerned resident, I want to see our community moving in uh, a better direction yes. for all of Dayton, not just a few f- a few blocks or only a-, a certain part of town, but for all of the city of Dayton. Yes, and I mean that I mean, I mean that wholeheartedly. Uh, we have to do a better job than what we're currently doing. We have made some strides, but we need to feel and see the development in all sides of the city of Dayton. Um, And we really need to leverage the, uh, the development that is taking place downtown. We need to let our residents know and feel that those who are in elected positions, who are in leadership roles, that they are a priority. Yes. And we have honestly gotten away from that. Um, you know, you go back to, again, what we just we just spoke about, about treating people how you want to be treated. And we have to really let our residents know, let them see, let them feel that they are in, of importance. And mm. right now, as it stands, we look neglected. Mm. Yes. We look neglected. It is an embarrassment and we have to do a better job than what we're currently doing. And so I just challenge each and every one of the listeners and the voters to really, truly ask uh, key questions to hold our elected officials accountable, whichever way this election may go. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, quite honestly, and to be frank, um, we hope that we will gain er each and every one of the um, city of Dayton's uh, vote, Uh, the neighborhood team, Daryl Fairchild and myself, as well as Joel Jones, for Dayton School Board, but again, whichever way the election may go, hold people accountable. Mm-hmm. Ask yes. key questions. They are entrusted particular positions in these elected official in, in elected official roles. So hold them accountable and responsible. Absolutely. Um, call to City Hall. Call to the district. Call and and show up at the commission meetings and show up at the board meetings and to again to hold people accountable and let them know that they will be held responsible for Mm -hmm. the decisions that are being made about each and every one of our lives from the street repayment to the the assessments of our our lights of our street lights to the alley cleanup um so on and so forth but we, we have to do a better job than what we're currently doing and then what i will say this um we think we tend to think that Our vote only matters every four years at the um, general election time during the presidential election, but we have to be more inclined on the local issues that affect us, the the local and the state issues, and we really need to be engaged and empowered and educated and to really again ask questions want to know what particular issues are on the ballot and, and not again not just voting this blinded party allegiance we have to get away from that we sincerely have to get away from that we have to figure out who has our best interests mm-hmm. how is this individual going to affect me my family my community we have to get out of these individual silos and again to really truly hold people accountable and figure out and have an understanding of how this person is really truly willing to serve my community mm, come on cool. and being intentional with the with the leadership with leadership we need to see results yes yeah. during the trail we Often hear, oh, we spent this amount of money on the west side of Dayton. We spent it's not about the west side of Dayton, it's about Dayton, period. It's about all of Dayton, it's about every 65 neighborhood, Mm -hmm. every 65 neighborhoods in the city of Dayton. You know, we have some challenges, we are not addressing the social ills in our community. Do you know we're 35 38 percent poverty rate in the city of Dayton? The poverty rate among our children is 48%. We have over 6,000-plus vacant, abandoned structures in the city of Dayton. What are we doing? What are we doing? Uh Yes, We need to, again, we need a plan in place, but not just a plan. We need a comprehensive plan, a holistic plan that really, truly address the concerns, address the social ills in our community. We need to have... To be strategic about how we're leveraging and using our dollars, yes. we should not wait for developers to mm-hmm. come into our community. Yeah. We have the will, we have the perseverance, we have the know-how in this community to get the job done, yes. and we can do it. Yes, we can do it. Yes, we can. But again, it takes new intentional leadership. Leadership who is visible. Who is visible? Mm-hmm. Don't come see me every four years. Mm-hmm. I want to see you in my neighborhood. I want to see you walking down my street. Yes, ma'am. I need to see you.
0: Shanice and Joel. before we close out, we want to give you an opportunity to share final words with the listening audience and the voters in the community.
1: Well,
2: thank you so much again, Irene, for this wonderful opportunity. I would just like to say that everyone knows we have an election November 7th, and it is extremely important that we come out and vote. Of course, I want you to vote for me, November 7th, Joel Jones for Dayton City School Board, but I need you to show up for more than that. I need you to show up because our community needs to be taken seriously, mm-hmm. and they will not take us seriously if we are not at the polls, mm-hmm. and that's what is happening. So, in combination with myself running for Dayton City School Board, and hopefully a seat on that, and with Shanice Turner and Daryl Fairchild running for the City Commission and their victory, and with you, the listeners, voting, we can truly change the situations in our neighborhood. I'm Joel Jones, and I ask for your vote November 7th. Thank you. All right.
1: Yes, thank you, Irene. I really appreciate the opportunity. And just to echo um, what Joel stated, um, let's be intentional let's be intentional this election let's again let's let's take a look back while we're in that private space wherever our our voting poll may be located in the city of Dayton um, in the in the 55 square miles let's have a moment to really truly reflect and I want you to think about West 3rd Street mm. I want you to think about North Gettysburg I want you to think about Dakota Street. Mm -hmm. I want you to think about your neighborhood, the neighborhood you grew up in. I want you to think about all around you and how that makes you feel. And I want you to be intentional about who you vote for on November the 7th. Mm -hmm. Let's hold people accountable. Let's be impactful. Mm -hmm. Let's vote for change. If we want to see a different outcome, We have to vote different type of candidates in, simply. Simply put, I respectfully ask for your vote, ask for your support. Let's work together. Let's make some changes in the city of Dayton. I cannot do this without you. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, I cannot do this without you. So please come out and vote and vote for intentional leadership. Vote for myself, Shanice Turner-Slaus, Daryl Fairchild, we are your neighborhood team. And we want to bridge the gap between the city of Dayton and the school district. And we're also asking that you come out and that you vote for Joelle Jones for Dayton School Board. I thank each and every one of you for your time, for your attention, for your commitment to the community. Thank you so much, Irene, for this opportunity. Yes. Thank you. And uh, again, whomever this, this message may go out to, if you have something in your heart and there's something that you're very passionate about, don't wait for no one's permission. Mm. Don't wait for no one to exactly. um, g- give you the okay. Uh, do it.
0: Yes.
1: At least mm. you can say you tried.
0: Exactly. Wow. <laughs> Powerful words from two beautiful women in our community, powerful women in our community. Thank you so much, Joel and Shanice, for joining us. Could you all share with us where the listeners can go to get more information about yourselves and your campaigns?
2: Definitely. I share a lot of my points of views, and I share a lot on my Facebook page, which is Joelle Jones for Dayton School Board at Facebook.
0: Okay, good, good.
1: Yes, um, Shanice Turner on Facebook, Shanice Turner Sloss for Dayton City Commission. Um, I am. We also have a website, Shanice turner and dot org. You can find information about myself and my campaign mate there as well. Um, so between Facebook and um, we also have an Instagram page as well. Um, I'll, I'll tell you one thing for certain. Uh, Campaigning mm-hmm. is is really enlightening me on social media. Yes. <laughs> social yes. media is something else. It is something yes. else. Yes, ma'am.
0: But, you know, it, but it, it can also, it can be a blessing too. But mm-hmm. it's an opportunity to be able to share with those yes. that we may not even be able to connect with uh, exactly. without it. So it is going to, I mean, I'm just so thrilled to have you on, uh, both of you on this um, podcast. For more information about uh, Shanice and Joel you can visit my website, and it's www.inherspace.com. In Her Space is now available on iTunes, so we we encourage you to subscribe today. The podcast is also available on Blog Talk Radio and SoundCloud. I want to thank you, Joel. Thank, you, thank you, I mean. you, Shanice, for thank so much for being yes. here. Until next time, everyone, be blessed. I'm